Get ready. Welcome to episode three of the Are You Game podcast. I'm your host today, Matthew Corley, and I have all my guests with me from all the previous episodes that we did, which was the last two. So we've got Boosty, Darren, and Sparky Mark Casa. How are you, gentlemen? Great to see you again. Doing good, man. Doing good. I'm ready to rock. I missed you guys. Yeah, it's been. It feels like it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's howdy, been. Howdy, howdy, folks. Yeah. Good to see you. Don't, don't, don't all speak all at once. It's okay. <laughs> we're being we're being polite. We're being you know we're just, just too much courtesy here. It's it's the enthusiasm. It's just coming through the microphones and into my headset. It's just fantastic. Love it. Love it. There's a crowd. The crowd's going wild. <laughs> so if everyone, if all the listeners have stuck with us to the episode three, they sort of know what format we're running at the moment. But for the people that haven't or doesn't know us, um, so our format is very very simple. We're going to talk about what we like or what we've been watching, what we've been playing, uh, and what we've been. Um, what was the other thing? What we've been watching, what we've been listening playing, to. and listening what we've been listening to, to of course. Um, first up, and then we'll go through the uh, Wheel of Destiny to, to have a look at which topic we're going to be talking about today because it's random. All the topics are random. We've got all these topics in this uh, Wheel of Fortune type scenario, and we just uh, we let fate decide. And then you can listen into our uh, conversation, of course. Um, and then after that, we'll, we'll go through some pickups that we've uh, managed to sneakily put into our rooms without the missus knowing. Uh, so all that and more on this week's episode of Are You Game Podcast. So without any further ado, let me just pass it over to Mr. Darren Borg, and maybe you can kick us off with uh, what you've been watching, what you've been playing, and what you've been listening to. Oh, okay. Well, um, I've been watching The Bear after uh, Matt's um, recommendation. I thought, you know, I'm I'm not one to binge watch shows. I rarely watch anything. I usually I'm just too lazy. I just watch something on YouTube at night and that's it. But this show just just um, sucked me right in. I watched uh, one and both both seasons, both uh, full seasons in a span of three days. So um, I'm kind of sad that it's over already. Well, obviously there's going to be another season, but yeah, I've been watching that. Love it. Um, it's on the it's on the Disney it's on Disney so watch it there I'm not going to tell you what it's about just trust me just suss it out um, playing um, I have uh, sat down and played a bit this time thankfully um, <clears throat> what did I play Halls of Torment I think I've mentioned this one before it's um it's like uh like vampire survivors that kind of thing but it's uh, it's in the vein of Diablo it just looks like Diablo. Diablo 1. Um, 20 minutes till dawn again. Uh, that's That game just, I keep going back to it. Um, on sale, I got a game called Murtop, um, which is like an arcade uh, game on Steam. It's, it's um, how can I say, that there's, there's been a few games like this on Steam uh, lately. This one's like uh, Bombman mixed with Dig Dug. It's it's actually quite cool. Very That's very difficult. Yeah, it's it is. It's a really cool game, and um, it's on sale at the moment for like five dollars. It's 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 worth it. Um, but Jesus, it's tough. It's so tough. You, you're you're a rabbit, and you dig underground. And you've got to you've got to kill like the critters. You, get, you obviously get under a rock. The rock falls on them. But 
not just like that. You can actually burrow to them, drop a bomb, and run off and kill them with the bomb. Oh, yeah, okay. It, it's hard. <laughs> like, you need to run. Because if you're next to that bomb, you're going to die too. So that's that's really cool. That's that's a good game if, you're on, if you've got a spare five, ten minutes. Um, not nice on the Steam Deck, actually. And another game I saw online, I go, this looks so cool. Um, it's called Morbid, the Seven Ocolites. Ocolites. Um, I think it's on sale at the moment on Fanatical for like $15, $20. But I, was, uh, I found it cheap on Steam. Some sorry on Steam, sorry on um, eBay. So there's always people on eBay that sell loot, you know, just spare keys. They probably get from like humble bundles or something. So I, I didn't pick- actually know they did that. So what they 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 actually sell the keys that yeah, they yeah. don't want in humble bundles and stuff like yeah, that. I didn't yeah, even think about do. that. They always do, and you know, I just made an offer for I think it was four bucks. Yep, I grow I grow it for four bucks. So um, but it's it's on PlayStation, it's on Xbox, it's on everything. Um. It's hard, and it's a lot of fun. Okay, think of Zelda, right? Say, um, the what's it called? Oh my god! The one yeah, on you might want Nintendo. to narrow this one down. Uh, the one, the one <laughs> on the one on Nintendo. Jeez, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Link to the past. Link to the past. Uh, think about that. A bit more detail, obviously, but it's a Souls game. But it plays like a Souls game. It's hard. It's not. It's not as hard as. Demon Souls or Dark Souls or anything like that, but it it plays in that vein and it's a bit more forgiving, but it's a lot of fun and I've been um I've been stuck in that so I'm I'm learning I'm learning how to play it because you know you can upgrade and that kind of thing, but it's nice it's a uh, nice nice pixel graphics and uh, yeah that, that's all I've been playing listening wise just still listen to Aurora. Um, Jeez, what else? Oh, Opeth. Lots of Opeth. Just being back into Opeth again. Um, bought bought another one of their records the other day. So, but yeah, that's me. So, who would like to go next? Boosty. Go, I, I, mate. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Boosty. Yeah, go on. All right. Being courteous, as always. I'm going to sneak in there, fellas. Get in there, number two this week. All right. Um... Firstly, good to see you all again. Glad to be back. Uh, hopefully everyone's enjoyed the episodes. Uh, I enjoyed doing the episodes, but I did not really enjoy the end of episode number two, listeners. I'm just going to throw it out there. The <laughs> outro music had me nearly pull over in my car and rage going, you dogs. So the um, the primo, the primo snack music was on. And I just put that comment to, to to you, man. You've got to get it on the jingle, man. Like, like just that little just for me want to intercede. So, just thought funny, funny thing I mentioned that. Um, but now, um, gaming wise, um, you know, I've been I've been grinding Diablo, and I don't know if I said last time. I think I did say last time. I was finding my sessions getting smaller, going on for half an hour to an hour. You know, walk into a town, hey, someone's effed my goat, you know, okay, go off and kill this demon, come back, thanks, you know, next town, you know, someone's effed my sheep, you know, whatever. And, you know, it just keep it, you know, the quest lines are getting boring and I just, I found myself playing less and less of it. I'm like, you know what? It's okay to put it down. And I actually had to give myself some therapy, boys, because I actually sat there feeling guilty that I was actually abandoning the game. And I actually said to myself, you know what? No, I'm going to put it down and I'm going to play something on my pile of shame. And it was one of the games 
that I got through Game Pass, and it's called Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, and, yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard of that one. I've, I've actually, I think I might actually have it on the PS5. I think yeah, I played a little bit of it. That's right. It did yeah. come out on the PS5 first, a bit of an exclusive, and then Bethesda is obviously now owned by Microsoft. It's on Game Pass. And I actually said, you know what? Let's give it a go. And I've played that nonstop. So I actually finished the main storyline yesterday, which is uh, fantastic. I didn't realize, I mean, all right, Ghost, but I didn't realize it was about crossing over between the real world and the spirit world and seeing and saving spirits and helping work out, you know, what's going on and why everything's happening. And, you know, it's in an open world in a big city. You know, you search for spirits. You could do side quests. There's collectibles. Mm. Yeah, all in Tokyo. And you know what? I just thought it was good. Like, it wasn't too stressful. It wasn't too overly complicated with the weapons and the design. And I thought, you know what? This is a lot of fun. So I've actually sunk all my time into that. Haven't fired up the Switch or anything else. Um, that's literally been it uh, for gaming. So, yeah, that's that's that one done. In terms of what we're listening to, uh, Boosty, again, is not listening to a lot of cool stuff, but I did play through a couple of albums from The Darkness that I like. Um, yeah, it's so great. He's great uh, great awesome. Band. Yeah, so I like. I actually like that. That's probably about as, it's probably about as heavy as, as my <laughs> music tends to get, but, um, yeah, it was good. Uh, and then in terms of TV... What I've been watching, you know what? I, I finished The Witcher Season 3. I was not overly impressed. I thought the level of where The Witcher was in Season 1 and 2 and the mythology and the killing of beasts, Season 3 just, it didn't feel like the first two. And now after I watched Season 3, I'm like, is this why Geralt's been recasted. Is there something going on behind the scenes? Was the show going downhill? I don't know, but I'm not sure. So either way, that's what I watched. But then what I've really been getting into is uh, The Blacklist. So this show's been around for years, and I think last time I watched it, I got up to the end of season four, um, and I had to ring my brother up to actually say, what episode was I up to? Because obviously, thanks to Netflix blocking the freaking me accessing my brother's Netflix. Um, basically, I can't do it anymore. So I had to start a whole new account. I wasn't going to pay to merge it over. Um, so he rang me and said, you're up to the end of season four. So I've been plowing through season five. So And now there's like 10 seasons. So I've got plenty ahead of me. And they're great. Every episode's excellent. There's always a new story. There's always a new challenge, a new mission, a new person to take down. But then there's the underlying story that keeps building from season to season to season. That's what's keeping me involved to see what happens. Um, but each episode is standalone. So really good. Have any of you guys seen The Blacklist? Are you familiar with it? Never heard I'm of familiar it. familiar with it, but I haven't, haven't seen it. Well, it's been gone for 10 years. Yeah, it's a while. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, not Carl McLaughlin. No, uh, James Spader. Up. James Spader, that's right. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, I I didn't realize what was he in originally. He was um in Stargate. Was he really? Yeah, he was wow. in Stargate. He was also in um. I always remember him from uh, Three Days in the Valley. Is that what it's called, Darren? You know that movie with um, Charlize Theron as well, James uh, Spader. Don't know it. Don't know it. Oh, okay, that's a pretty mm. good film actually. Charlize at her best. Yeah, he was the um he was the voice of Ultron as well. In... Uh, oh, is he? Uh, well, which I can't remember which one. One of the Avengers movies. <clears throat> there you go. Didn't even know they do. But no, it's a good show. So, um, short little what's it about? Essentially, 
He's a underworld criminal that's been escaping from the law. He turns himself in and he basically starts working with the FBI. And they're probably thinking WTF, but he's working with them for the sole purpose of actually taking down criminals, but also furthering his own criminal empire. So it's good. It's a good twist. There you go. That's me done. Oh, how about you, Sparky? I'll be super quick. Um, Yeah, life's kind of gotten in the way of of all the good stuff playing wise, still playing Street Fighter Six. Um have kind of stopped a little bit for now anyway. Um I did go on a bit of a, a bit of a shopping spree and grabbed some shmups from Play Asia that came while we were on our, our little break. Um I've tried a couple of them. Uh end up getting uh Raiden three there was like a like a almost like a remix, um, so I played a little bit of that, and also um, they they ended up porting the probably one of my favourite shmups of all time called Butsugan, um, which is on the arcade on the Saturn as well. So I played a bit of that. Um, still got a other couple of others to to play through as well, but we'll talk about those later um, once we do our little pickup section. Um, listening to a lot, of, a lot of 90s music at the moment, you know, a lot of grunge. Um, just to have a playlist that I've got on Spotify, which I just cycle through that. Well, I actually was listening to a bit of um, a bit of Weezer today as well, the Teal, al- Teal album, which is like their cover album which is probably one of my favourites of theirs. Um, so that was good. Watching, I don't think I've watched anything interesting. I watched. The, I finally got around to, I think probably one of the last pe- people on earth, I finally got around to watching the Mario Brothers movie. Oh, what'd you weekend. think? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, like a lot of people have said, it was, how do I explain it? <clears throat> The story was thin, but it was kind of like what you can expect from a Mario movie. You know, it was just there, but it was fun. It was a good watch. Um, you know, all the little uh, fan servicey bits were were pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think. Otherwise, I actually, for some reason, I've, I've been in a documentary mood, so I've been like watching a lot of documentaries and stuff just about random stuff. I watched something yesterday about some dude who um, went to Japan and was um, went to Hokkaido and went to some park where they don't let um, anyone but you know the the locals in, and he was filming bears fishing for salmon. You know, it was just, but it was cool. It was just interesting to see um, some of the yeah the nature side there. But otherwise, that's that's really been about it for me, to be honest. So I'll throw it over to you, Corley. Well, it sounds it sounds adventurous. Um, get in touch with your nature side there, Mark. Mm. It's nice. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah with me, uh, like Darren, I've been watching um, The Bear. Uh, phenomenal show. Just it really pulls at the heartstrings. There's some funny moments in it. There's some sad moments in it. Um but essentially, the synopsis of the show is that, you know, he's a Michelin star chef, uh, one of the best chefs in the world, and he's been asked to 
Um, well, he, he takes over his brother's sandwich shop in Chicago after he dies, and he leaves it to him in his will, basically. And it's all the what ensues from there as a result, and um, just brilliant casting. And a lot of a lot of the actors are unknown. Uh, there is uh, some fantastic cameos uh, through both seasons uh, that you'll you'll notice who they are when you watch it. Mm. Um, but just a really really good show. It's very um, intense. It's a very very intense. A, a very anxiety. Uh, it, it's a lot of anxiety. So it's a bit, it can be a bit uneasy to watch. It's in it's some crazy. moments definitely. Yeah, especially it's, with it's the just more the editing. It's just a similar to the the you know, this way the the editing is it's just it's, it's insane. Yeah. The cinematography is probably one of the best parts of the show, I yeah, think, in my eyes, just crazy. because of the the way that it's shot, uh, like it shoots, you know, I don't know, it shoots their faces, it really pops out their eyes, yeah. uh, the colours come through, it's just absolutely fantastic, it really draws you in, can't recommend it enough, it's called The Bear, it's on Disney+, Plus. watch it, it's fantastic. Uh, from a gaming perspective, um, I haven't done a lot of gaming uh, over the past few weeks, I was away... Uh, I was in Indonesia. I was in Bali for a couple of weeks with the family, which was fantastic. But uh, I started getting into, I just received a return to Monkey Island uh, physically from Limited Run finally after a, a close to a year of waiting. Um, and I've started playing that. I'm about, I'm only about two hours in, uh, but it really, really good. It, it, again, it pulls at the nostalgic switch. Uh, um, strings a little bit because it takes you back to Millie Island. If you if you played Monkey Island 1 back in the day, which I did on the Amiga, it takes you back to there. Uh, so it's just great that it all comes back to um, where it all sort of started. So really, really enjoying what that brings. And, and it's really, it's not the, the way it was, like in terms of the, how, you know, the point and click features of it all. It's, it's a little bit different. It's easier to play on the Switch. For instance, um, you don't need a mouse. You don't need to try and find things with the mouse or anything like that. It's very, very intuitive. So a very, very good play. And if you're a fan of obviously point-and-click games, adventure games, and Monkey Island, then obviously this is this is right up your alley. You've probably already played it, to be honest, because it's been out for quite some time. But um, I thought I'd wait for the physical version before I start playing it. Uh, I was going to ask, did you actually bring the deck with you? I think we talked about potentially you were going to take it with you and play on the plane. Just curious on that battery life discussion we were talking about. I didn't yeah. end up bringing the deck. I decided ah. I'd bring the, I bought the Switch instead. Okay. See, yeah. the Switch, mate. It ain't all about the balls and the power. It's about <laughs> that portability. Because let's be real, that Steam Deck, that thing's like a Game Gear 2.0, right? It's massive. It's massive. It's huge. It's, it's it pretty big. Huge. But, I mean, in saying that, though, the reason why I didn't bring it was because I knew I wouldn't play it when I'm actually in Bali, right? It was only going to be for the traveling part. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so all it would be. So the, the Switch, though. Yeah, but I mean, the Switch, kind of, the Switch. This, but Switch was easier to transport. I, I, I took the Switch Lite, my Switch Lite. Yeah. So very, very easy, a couple of games. And, you know, I, I didn't really play a lot of it, to be honest, because flying back, for instance, we were sleeping on the plane because it was an overnight flight. Oh, okay. Going there was during the day, but I did, you know, I did, I did a bit of gaming then. But I, you know, I've got the kids with us. It's, I did yeah, a little bit, hard. right? Yeah, so, so hard. yeah, and I never touched it when I was in Bali. How long does it take to get there, Crawley? Just oh, twenty five like hours. Five hours, yeah. Okay, yep. yeah, just five and a half hours there, but five hours back. Cool. Um, quicker coming back, but yeah, it's 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 not far, not far at all. 
uh, and we're only like an hour and a half from South Australia, like in terms of time zone, two hours from um, from Melbourne, uh, from time zone perspective. So it was easy, uh, no 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 jet lag or anything like that. So yeah, um, and in terms of what I've been listening to, geez, God, I've been on a bit of a '90s clubbing nostalgia at the moment. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're talking my jams, people. We're talking my jams. Get some two unlimited going. Well, <laughs> Rhythm is a dancer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so La you know, Paul Van Dyke for an angel. Like he did a lot of rave music, um, but I tell you what, that for an angel song played constantly in nightclubs when I was going out in nightclubs. So I don't know. It's just a a little bit of a '90s nostalgic feel. I've been listening to our Small Town Boy. Um, fantastic tunes, right? And then obviously uh, I picked up an Opeth album as well. I picked up Watershed um, off off the back of Darren's. Uh, I'm surprised you grabbed it because it does. Oh, it's really good intense. though. You like it's the really, you like the growl. Yeah, yeah. You don't mind I it. I do. I do. Yeah. It's so. Really, it's got really, so much energy, hasn't it? It just the music. How, how good's the music? They're a prog metal band by no, far. Yeah. I, it's funny. It's it's like they've got that. They've got the growl. They've got the, the death the element death, in there, right? But it's, the but it's a prog metal band. They're a yeah. prog metal band. Like the way they play, everything about it is is prog. Man, it <laughs> says Mark. Funny. It says Mark all over it, dude. I'm amazed you don't listen to them. I, I don't know, man. When did they? When did they start? Like, when did they come out? Like 95, 94? They've been around for a long time. Yeah, that's probably why. Because like a lot of the newer bands when I was in high school, there was like like literally, dude. There was one guy, you know. This is probably going to get a little bit personal, but you remember yeah. Jack, of right? Yeah, yeah. His cousin um, was one of my best mates in high school, and yeah. um, he was the one that I'm. He probably got them all from Jack, to be honest. Yeah, like all the all the you know newer bands as they came yeah. out. So, because um, I was a a poor student, I didn't have money to go out and buy <laughs> new records and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So. I had to get everything from from him, and basically whatever he was into, I was into. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that by that time, we'd had gone kind of gone our separate ways anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I just yeah, it's just not a band that I, I ever actually. Nineteen ninety. Wow, they started in nineteen ninety. Oh, That's yeah. interesting. They've been, going, uh, for yeah. they've been yeah. going for a while. I, I definitely. Um, Definitely have a listen, Mark. I think yeah. uh, yeah. it's completely Watershed. Out there, I, I think you'll enjoy Watershed. That's a it's okay. a good balance of growl and clean yeah. vocals. It's really mm-hmm. it's almost dude, sounds it's... like um someone like Winter Sun almost. Have you listened to them before? <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not like that though. It's no, okay. it's different. It's just different. It's it's, it's not even like it's not it's even prog, like, but oh, it's heavy. It's different. Yeah, it's yeah. classical. Mm. It's um think yeah. of Think of maybe a prog heavy anathema. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Not don't vocals. Know. Old, old, old anathema. You mean? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's it's oh. like maybe music you could say is like the salt enigma from anathema, yeah. mixed with maybe a bit of dream theater. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good but it's on the that. heavier side though. <laughs> heavier side. Yeah. 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 yeah cool. It's got more of that classical feel, you know. Not, not it's. It's hard to explain. Yeah, their album covers. Their album covers look like they're a goth metal band. Yeah, and the, yeah. and and the name, the name, and the logo. It's all mm. goth, but, but it's not. They're the, not goth. The vocalist, <laughs> yeah. man. The, the vocalist is just. Yeah, he's good. Got a great range he's, he's from a growl, clean perspective than growl. His yeah. growl is on point. It's just so good, and and his clean is just next level. It's it's beautiful. It's got a he's got a beautiful voice. 
yeah. thanks to our friend Tim Arnold as well. He got me back onto Therion. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, so he posted Therion again. Yeah, <laughs> he posted that to Mega Therion yeah. that out the album, and I love Therion. I don't even know day. where that CD went, man. I had that. Oh, I've got it. I've still got yeah. it. But I was listening to Vovin as well. well Vovin's the best. Yeah. Nah. Well, no, they're Vovin's both very good, good albums. They're both. I love the so the song from Vovin is um the I think it's called the Ballad of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, I love that. I yeah. love that tune, mate. I think it's track three. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and listen to that. It's fantastic. So and um, what that is, Boosty, just for your knowledge, is Therion yeah. is a, a heavy metal band with mixed with opera, gothic. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so um, would never have picked those two to go together. Oh, it does. <laughs> really, really, really does. But yeah, very and goth, yeah, very much so. Mm. Um, so that's that's me. That's me wrapped up. We're all wrapped up now. Um, so I suppose the next part of all of this is the uh, the, wheel the wheel of doom. The wheel of doom. It's, it's a wheel it's of doom. Wheel, now, DJ, let's let's. Yeah, well, I don't know. Call it. Different Turn it now. up and let it rip, son. I think, I think it's time. <laughs> Topics. Yay. I think this is uh, this might be my topic. It is. Wow, can't believe it. So, is your patience wearing thin when playing story-rich games, or is it just me? Okay, interesting. Boys, you happy to speak about that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, this is interesting. That's I'll let the you name of the game. First. Yep, that is the name of the game. Unless your name is Boosty. So, you know, as you as I as you grow up, um, I find that I. Rather than time being an, an issue, it's more so your patience. <clears throat> so, you know, I'll sit and, um, you know, I used to love story-rich adventure games when I was younger. I played point-and-click games. I played quest games. So all your space quests, King's Quests, Police Quests, Monkey Islands, Leisure Suit Larrys, all of them I loved uh, on, the, on the Amiga and played them and listened and watched and read um, I had to sit through intros and make sure I got every bit of that intro of the game and, and made sure I sat through the cut sequences and make sure that I understood what the story was all about. But now, being in, in my 40s, my early 40s, coming up from mid-40s, um, I find myself just not having enough patience with these type of games anymore. Uh, so, you know, listening to a story, I'm getting bored. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be yawning. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to have to probably skip through this. And then I'm not really into the game in itself. And then I try and make myself play it because I bought it. Mm. Play it. Because I'm not, I, find, I don't find it interesting enough. Or I'm, I'm, it's not entertaining for me anymore. But I force myself to think, oh, I've got to get through this. I think, give it another hour and just see whether or not I'm going to like it or not. Um, and I feel like I might even waste an hour in doing that. So that's, that's the topic. That's, how, that's, that's what came about. I mean, do you guys feel the same way? Talk to me. Um, I kind of do too. I mean, it just depends what type of game it is too. Um, it's like, for example, Elden Ring. I'll be honest, I probably know half the story because I was like, you know, this is it's just too long. What, Mark? Well, no, well, that was going to be the one yeah, that I brought yeah. up. But the thing with Elden Ring is I reckon 90% of the player base doesn't know what the story is about. Uh, I was okay. just about to say that as someone yeah. who's been through that game, what story? It's yeah, not it's right. Good. Like, yeah, but point to your point, exactly yeah. right. But yeah. then, but then Last of Us, I can, sorry, not Last of Us, Uncharted, I can sit through that. 
Mm. I actually enjoy I actually enjoy the cutscenes and I don't I don't um skip them. So you know? you're talking cuts see this is the difference, right? Like I'll no. just add just add to this. It was yeah. like cutscenes and a games with their cinematics and stories and you hear the audio and they're talking. Whereas you give me a game like Dishonored, it's rich in story, but I'm just not interested in reading every piece of flipping paper I pick up yeah, and yeah. getting into a written story, right? I like my story to be fed to me as through cinematics and audio, right? So, you know, it could be the exact same game, but if you sell it to me with, with collectibles and... But see... Bioshock did an amazing job with the audio tapes, right, for the story. So you didn't have to read them. You just pick up these collectibles, and it gave you pieces of the story played as audio tapes, right? So, again, it was being narrated to you, and that, again, was an exciting uh, story-based sort of game to get into. So there's a couple of caveats I wanted to put into that, yeah. Could could, could you at least uh, keep playing the game while you're listening, or do you have to be stationary? Yeah, no, no, I'm just running around playing. Audio log goes for like 30, 40. Yeah, if I have to sit there and stare at the wall like I did in Ghostwire Tokyo to play a tape, I'm like, oh, this is painful. Yeah, yeah. Right. I want to press play and walk, and it keeps talking in the background. That's probably the best way to do it, but I'm also talking about games that are like – so some games that are too open world, I can't even be bothered with, right? So it's like, oh, this is just too big. Or if there's too many uh, side quests or if there's like too many things that I need to collect, like 50 fucking cards that I need to collect out in the area because I need to get an achievement or anything. Like, I just can't be bothered. That, that sounds less about story and more about size of the game itself. Mm. But there's both, right? The story yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. that. Together. And it's how they it's how they integrate the story into the game, right? Yeah, exactly. Because I think the question is: is your patience wearing thin playing story rich games, right? I think it's the way the story is delivered. So, for example, in Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the story, if I did the main quest, it was quick. I got through it in 20 hours and I was intrigued. If I went down rabbit holes and started talking to Fred on the hill who wanted me to catch a freaking <laughs> butterfly, yeah. the story, it pulled me out of the experience and I got lost. Or Elden yeah. Ring, what story I said, right? But you give me a game like Fallout, I was reading every story log, I was talking to every person i was involved in the world and that's the thing some games like a plague's tale that game and uncharted they pulled me into the story because of the way the story was delivered through the gameplay experience and it just gelled for me for the type of game i liked so your uncharted your last of us um even ghost of shishima i thought they delivered that one really well as well yes yeah story, yeah right yeah. um but bloodborne all of that Great games. I love the combat, love the design, but I story like I, and I say this, play for a few hours and then tell me what do you remember about it? If you can't remember or you can't get into the hook of why you started playing, that story isn't it's not a story rich game. So mm. that's where my like I said, my my patience wears thin. Actually, I'm dodging the question, I think. Does my patience wear thin? It does Again, depending on the way the game delivers that story and if I feel like it's got a good enough hook, like if it's the same thing all the time, save this person, fix this up, you know, and that might lead me on to question is, you know, what games has actually a story, what's an example of a story game that pulled you in where you didn't feel like your patience was wearing thin at all? It's an Uncharted series for me. Yakuza for me. 
right? And, 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 and Yakuza is the perfect blend of game for me. For me. I'm talking about for me. So, and the only open world that I really like is like you sort of your GTAs, right? Because I, mm. I, I, I dig them. I think the story and everything about GTA is fantastic, right? It's a lot of fun. I find that a lot of fun. But, but Yakuza is your sandbox type game. It's got story elements in it, but the fighting combat um, and, and the games that you play within it are all very, very easy to consume as a gamer that's in there, like of my age, that enjoys story-rich games, right? So like, for instance, Hogwarts Legacy, game that I really, really enjoyed. I put 25 hours into the game, but I've stopped playing it. I've stopped playing it. And I think it's because of all the side quests that I had to do or because of all the flying books I needed to grab. Or do you know what I mean? To advance the Mm. game, to get a better... um, uh, you know, to, to get better level in order to try and defeat better enemies, right? And yeah. that's what it's all about. But I, I just got sick and tired of it. Yeah, um, I, yeah sorry, I Mark. think I think, and again, I could be wrong. I could be interpreting this wrong. But I think what you're saying is it's not the story that you have the issue with. It's the way it's delivered. You need you need things to be to the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to get sidetracked. Um, so I'll give you. And this is, this is probably a, a funny example, but I'll give you a, a, an example of a story-rich games that I like, and I'm talking about Mortal Kombat. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat 9, actually, I don't know if 9, yeah, no, I think it, they started with 9, 10, and 11. I don't know if you guys ever played the... Yeah, of course, the story the cinematic mode. mode. Yeah, yeah, love Where it. it's literally, it's cinematics, you know, uh, cutscenes. Um, with a bit of fighting in between, but it's it's more story than it is fighting. But I I can actually sit through those and enjoy them because I enjoy the universe and it's delivering the story to me in a straightforward way. And it's also that they're actually pretty damn well written, um, which is the biggest problem with like Boosty mentioned Bloodborne and um, Elden Ring in that. Like the way those games are written, like you need to be able to. It's like you need a degree in something. I don't know what, but to be able to piece those stories together because it's just bits and pieces here and there, and it's just like it's not straightforward. It's still it's a riddle within a riddle within a riddle, and it's like just just tell me what you're trying to tell me. Stop trying to be. It's almost like they're trying to be too smart for their own good. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, for those particular games, whereas with something like Mortal Kombat, maybe because it's, you know, they're, they're tailored for a dumbass like me, but they're, they're just to the point. This is what's happening. You know, this is the bad guy. These are the good guys, good versus bad, etc. That was the um, same as Injustice as well. Yeah, Injustice was the same as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like they try to fe- feed in, a, a, you know, a, a plot twist here and there, but they're kind of predictable. But sometimes predictable is not necessarily a bad thing. Either the Street Fighter story mode sucks balls, by the way. Street World Tour mode, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <to say. laughs> yeah, it's look, it's not well written. And I said that. I said it's it's. Yeah, um, you did say that. I agree. It's not well written, but it's not. It doesn't take itself too seriously either. True. Which is a good thing. But the way again, that one, that's a big problem with that because I've actually played through that twice now, and the way that that's delivered as well, it's done poorly because it it doesn't 
like you could potentially play through that and miss some of the characters that you need to interact with because it doesn't tell you you need to do this at this specific time. It doesn't hold your hand. Mm. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. It's just I, I don't know if it's a if it's an Eastern thing, a, an Eastern storytelling thing. It's just like it's almost like they expect you to just put the dots together. Um, is, that, whereas- is, that, is that story, Mark, or is that lore and universe, right? Because you can play through it and get the story, but if you want to experience all the universe and lore, you seek out everything else, right? You read those journals, you talk to those extra people, and you yeah. then they're, – they're different kind of stories. I think there's a cross of story and lore there. It is, But uh, yeah, I know is. I know what you're saying because some games literally take you on a guided path where if you play yeah. from start to finish, you've experienced everything, it's a, it's right? It's a linear, a linear thing, whereas yeah. what they tried to do with, with Street Fighter is they tried to make it a little bit open world, almost like Yakuza. But I think Yakuza does a much better job of pointing you in the right direction. It does. It tells you where you need to go. That's the greatest yeah. thing about Yakuza. Yeah. There's many different things that can sidetrack you in the game for sure, but it's all linear, mm. right? So you're not you're not going to be exploring open world in in Yakuza. That's not happening. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So exactly. it's it's all very linear, and that's the type of game. I just think because it gets to the point quickly, like you were saying before, Sparky. It's about getting to the point. Yeah, um, it's exactly. They they need to hook you right away. If they don't hook you right away, you're just not going to care. Um, like, and again, I keep going back to to Daz and Boosty's point about Elden Ring. Like the hook for that game is the combat. Yeah. It's not the story. Um, because yeah, like if you if you were playing that just on the story alone, you'd, you'd switch off after after an hour easily. How long do you guys give a game? Because Getting back to the patience thing, right? How hmm. long is your piece of string? Um, how long do you put a game in and say, if this game doesn't hook me by about when, I'm out? Just curious. It's hard. It depends what type of game hmm. it is. Like, um, I need to load it up. There's one game that really interested me. I um, I grabbed it in a bundle. I actually got it because I got the bundle because of this game. Ah, oh, for the end of something. Just give me a second. I need to get the name of it. Why well, should well, have, have a look? Yeah, why well, should have a look? Oh, there we go. I hey, found well, it. I found I'll... it already. Sorry. Oh, okay, go. It's called um, Elder Souls. Um, it's 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 sort it's again it's it's like that um other game I mentioned before. It's it's very pixel as well, sort of a Soulsish game, but it's just it, it's it's hard like like um hmm. Dark Souls. But it, but it was like it was hard straight away. It's like it didn't need to be. It didn't, you know what I mean. So I I gave that a good. I've actually got here. I, I play. I've got actually ninety eight minutes. I think that was. I usually give about an hour unless I don't like. If I don't like the game, look, I probably about twenty twenty five minutes. If I think there's potential, I'll I'll try. But then, if it's just if it just keeps us getting, whether if it's difficulty or if it's controls or what, well, I don't even mm. worry about graphics anymore. Um, it's just more about nah, playability. Yeah. If it doesn't grab me more about than an hour, I reckon just over an hour, I, I bin it. And I was quite disappointed with this because I think it's a there's a good game underneath this one, but it's like you know what, I play games to enjoy myself. I'm not going to play a game to stress me out. So I, thought, I think that's you know, what we forget sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah. you've purchased or invested into this game, you need to now play it. Mm. Um, I even come to a like, – I'm weird, right? I'll start playing a game, really get into it, but then I'll just I'll, – I'll 
I'll get bored of it. Yeah. And you said, stop so playing. That's why I used to feel bad. Like, it's with Diablo 4. I got bored, so I don't play it anymore. I'm, and that's what I said earlier. Yeah. Like, it's the, like that story, the intro with, you know, the demon. How and good is that? All of that. Like, it was amazing. I'm like, yeah, I'm in this town. I'm doing a few quests. And now it's all just the same repetitive bullshit, right? Like, yeah. And mm. after I do 20 quests, then I get a bit more of a piece of a story. But I think the pace at which it fed me was not fast enough, yeah, right? Yeah, correct. And I think for me, I give a game half an hour to establish the intro and the first act of a game. If that can't get you, then it's not going to get you later or you just persist. And I, I might persist for the hour, hour and a half. Ghostwire Tokyo pulled me in with the intro and the cutscene and how all the souls came and gave me an accident and trying to find your sister. Like, that pulled me in. And then it kept... Even though it was an open world, if I kept on the main quest and didn't piss off on side quests and finding every cat in freaking Tokyo, oh, then I would have got bored quickly. But I said, no, Paul, don't get distracted. Stay on the main story. And the story came with it. Another game that I really enjoyed um, that was story-based, I said A Plague's Tale, which was obviously Spider-Man. If I didn't do the side quest and I stuck to the main story, yeah. that kept me in, in, entertained, um, kept me going through it. It's, it's games like that. You've got to keep the pace moving. Yeah. And, and, and Spider-Man's continue. a classic example, actually. It, it's a great game, a lot of fun, but it just gets too monotonous. Like like yeah, in those it, side quests, start start yeah. finding the start finding the suits. Start what what else did I have? The bags or whatever it was. Ah, oh, the bags on the yeah, yeah, statues the and this. Yeah. I yeah. haven't played it. I've not played it's it. Yet. A, it. They're good games, man. They're mm. really good oh, games. Spider Man's awesome. I'd almost buy another PS Five <laughs> again for Spider Man too, mm. but my, my wallet's making me think about the right decisions. <laughs> can, you, can you? I mean, because I've always been see, I've always been someone that's sort of like a mini completionist, right? where they get a game, they have to do all the side quests and mini quests. I've always been that way. Is there a way to, uh, is there a way to sort of play these games, just play through the main quest and just not worry about the side quests? Yeah. I mean, I think, but, but not for yeah. every game. You have to do some of the side quests, right? In order to get, that's otherwise you can't called, play the game. That's why they're called side quests. You know what? My Ghostwire <laughs> Tokyo map, Ghostwire Tokyo map is full of stuff to do. And I just went through the main quest and I finished the game. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm done. Like, do I want to go back and find every cat and every suit? No. And you just, you, you take that balance because I now know the story. I finished the game. Now it's just a mop-up exercise, right? Yeah. So am I going to get any value out of that? No. Would yeah. I get the value out of a DLC and more mm. story? Sure. You know, <laughs> Assassin's Creed, um, Odyssey. That one pulled me in. Uh, Cassandra's story, I, I'm like, this is great. Yes, it was a big open world, and yes, I had to make sure I stayed on the quest, but I enjoyed the story. So, yeah, you know, I think, but I think, Matt, to answer your question, your patience does get thinner. A, we're getting older. Yeah. B, we've got busy lives. Game time is starting to become at a bit of a premium amongst family and other things. I don't want to blow 16 hours before there's a shift in the game story that suddenly hooks me in, right? Like, I need stuff quickly. I need, you've got to catch my attention now. I'm busy. That, 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 what am I trying to say, boost? That that luxury of, of blowing time is just not there anymore. No. We we've got to yeah. get that early hook, and we've got to it's got to hold us. It just yeah. can't hook us. It has mm. to hold us. You need that. You need that constant dopamine hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's um, why. But that's why I like playing retro. It's just bang. Yeah, because you get yeah. it quickly. Because that yeah. that was designed to to 
to give you that hit quickly That's so right. you keep putting in your money into, into the machines, right? Um, but you know you know what you need, Corley? You need, and this is, I, I, I'm, I'm, and again, it's not not blowing my own trumpet or anything like that. It's probably a, a curse more than a blessing, but it's that, that Netflix binging mentality, right? Like yeah. I... When I when I play a game these days, it's like I don't want to see everything. I just want to blow through it, and I want I want to start it, and I want to finish it as quickly as possible. I don't want to sit there twiddling my thumbs. It's like when you know a new season of Cobra Kai drops. Man, I'm watching that shit the first night, so and I'm done do. by the next morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that's the way I treat my, treat my games these days because I'm just an impatient bastard. That's what it comes down to. It. Yeah, I think I want to know what's going to happen, and I want to know right now, and I don't want to wait a week. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to hit it all up straight away and um, get through as quick as possible. I, I wish I could do that. Yeah, a game really has to grab me for me to. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Elden Ring was probably the last one. Um, mm. I think the it, last one for me was probably <sighs> Metroid Dread last year. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, that's. A- um and Kirby was Kirby this year? No, maybe late last year. I don't know. All the time's starting to blend together, but those are probably yeah. the last two big games. Yeah, like like yeah. a Dragon for me, which is part of the Yakuza series for sure. Mm. That that really got me, and I played that to, and finished it. Um, and then see, I love, I love sports games, so I love FIFA. So you know, I'll sink hundreds of hours into FIFA. Um, just because I enjoy it. It's enjoyable. I get that dopamine hit that you were talking about all the time when I'm playing yeah. it. Yeah. I, I immerse myself in the game. Um, you know, and this year it's going to be EAFC 24, right? So they've lost the FIFA, right? But I know for once that comes out at the end of September, I'm getting it day one because uh, that's the game. That's my game. That's my yeah. jam. Yeah. Like, um, actually, it's it's funny enough, the games that are grabbing my, grabbing my attention are these rogue games, like Vampire Survivors. The mm. last one, I've, I'm just looking now, Tiny Rogues. I fucking love that game. I fucking love yeah. it. I've got, I didn't even realise, I've got 15.4 hours racked up on that. That's, Tiny Rogues, huh? What type, of, is that type of like a vampire? Uh, no, game, is no it? it's not, but it is. It's got more control. You can shoot when you want and stuff. Great on a Steam Deck. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the better ones. Um, See, games like that is what get my attention. I'm getting that instant gratification. That's yeah, why I'm really exactly. liking these. That and especially um, twenty minutes till midnight. It's so sorry till dawn. I always say midnight for some reason. So I've only put five point three hours it's, into it's that. Two minutes like to midnight more. is the Iron Maiden song. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting confused <laughs> with. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, it's that stuff that just that's taking my time. But it's hard for me to justify sitting there playing when I realize I need to do chores. I have to do stuff, and I hate that. You know, I I guess being an adult for me is is, is that is that I can't. I feel bad dedicating time to a game. And funny enough, I've, my wife's like, "Why don't you go sit down and play a game?" It's like, "No, we need to do this. Just go chill out." <laughs> it's funny. I got thankfully I've got a wife that's like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. You know, that way it's like, okay, bloody, I'll play. And, like, she knows, like, if I, like for example, with Elden Ring and all that, she wouldn't bother me. She'll just leave me alone. Oh, can you do this? Nah, wait. <laughs> it's, it's, I was going to say, there's a couple other games I was going to suggest you guys try if you want yeah. some story-based games. Um, that actually pulled me in to the point where I went and bought all four in the series are the Dark Picture Anthology games. 
Dark so Man of Medan, The Devil in Me. So these are story-based. So they're like, they've got a lot of quick time oh, events yeah. in them. But they are really good on the story. Um, and they pull you in. Um, like the first one, like murder mystery sort of stuff, House of Ashes and all those sorts of games. They were fantastic. They were the recent ones where I played for the story and the story kept me going as I went through title to title to title. Is that like, a, like an Until Dawn? Yeah, like, it's made by the like, same mob, I think. It's made by the same mob, okay. Yeah. So that style of game, yeah, like Unto Dawn. So it's the Dark Pictures anthology. So one's called Little Hope, House of Ashes, Devil in Me. These are the recent ones. I think some are on Game Pass, some are free, um, et cetera, et cetera. So. Cinematic games, Darren. So, uh, you know, okay. like Heavy Rain, things like that. Uh, so I probably wouldn't play them. I'd get bored. Yeah, Heavy Rain. No, they, they, the they've got a place. Oh no, I liked Heavy Rain. No. I, I was I was invested in that and, and finished Heavy Rain. Um, Is that because uh, that was the first Jason, of its kind, really. Jason? Yeah, 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 that's right. Jason, Jason, <laughs> no, no. There's there's that. Isn't there that? Um, there's like a video a bug. There's like a yeah. It's so funny. That cracks me up. <laughs> See if you can see if you can play it at the end. Yeah, of the, I'll uh, see if I can find it. <laughs> so, I mean, look, guys, in in in, in wrapping this up, um, any last thoughts, comments, questions? No, no, that's pretty much it for me. Just me, it's all about gra- instant gratification now. Yeah. It's it it takes a lot for me to to find a game that I can sit through, and I it's funny the thing that I want a game to suck me in. But it's hard for me to find that game besides like a rogue game. You know what I mean? I want to find a story-driven game to just take me in. You know what I mean? Oh, well, give me plenty of suggestions tonight, mate. Jeez. Yeah. No, I'm actually waiting for... What's that pie game? What's uh, that? Lies of Pie. Lies of Pie. That's that's one I've got my yeah. radar on at and the moment. That, Lords of the Fallen. Oh, Ooh. yes. That looks amazing. Oh. So. It's like a Souls game, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it's yeah. like a remake, but a reimagine. Yeah, it's the same okay, game, yeah. but they've it's changed actually a it different up. Different studio that's making it okay. as well. It's, it's interesting because I just wanted to caveat in your last point, Matt, about any other questions or any other comments. Is it's clearly not just a combination of story that we're talking about here. It's a combination of story in terms of gameplay design that you like. So, for example, Dazza yeah. is into the open world like Elden Rings with the story, <clears throat> but I give him even better games with better stories that are a bit on rails, and he's just like, nah, not my type of game, right? So it's got to be a combination of the type of game you like mm. as well as the story that goes with it. So, so I like the Souls. Picky. I, I, like the, picky. I, I like the Souls sort of game. Mm. I like how they yeah, because they're, they're worlds, they're lore. Yeah. It's, it's more than just story. It's like the entire universe, right, um, that you're going for there, uh, which is good. Like, you find one of those, like, you're laughing. But, yeah. I mean, you've always been to more into, like, your hack and slash. Me, yes, yeah. 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 But what I don't mind hack and slash either, oh, but where yeah. it gets me is the whole, I've got to upgrade my bloody, uh, you know, my weapon. I to love that. That's, that's the fun. Oh, so, nah, that's the fun go, part. I'm, it but loses me at that but that's point. What, but that's why I love the old Castlevanias. That's why I love Symphony of the Night. That's why I love yeah. Aria of Sorrow. I love that you can change your weapons and mix them up and do it. Oh, Changing your weapons is fine. I just hate how I have to level up. Nah, it's I great. I just don't like it. I just nah, don't wear so, my skills and all that. I just get bored. No, nah, I love that. Satis- yeah, it's so satisfying. Same. 
That was yeah, you know, it pissed me off when enemies scale with you, so I'm like busting my ass to level yeah, up. All yeah, of a sudden, the, the enemies are just leveled up along. So I'm like, well, there's no that's, fun. I know. Oh, that's that's a big, big problem with Diablo 4 as well. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, going, going back to, like, the different builds and stuff, that's when back in the day when Daz, myself, and Tim were playing through Bloodborne, Bloodborne. and we all had completely different builds, um, which was awesome as well. I... I had it in my in my head that I had to get the um, I forgot what it was called the wheel of something. It was the big topics. <laughs> yeah, wheel of topics. Yeah. It was a big <laughs> wheel that you had to you had to spin. It was just like it's probably the shittest weapon in the game. But nah, man, this thing looks badass. So I'm gonna rock that. And yeah. But, Have you guys heard of Atlas Fallen? Yes. Am I yeah, like I've heard of it? That this looks really good. It's. Wait for it to go on sale. Okay. Um, it it got look it got decent reviews. Of from what I've heard, it's the combat is fun. Uh-huh. Um, but there's a lot of like side quests and fetch quests and things like that, and apparently it gets a little bit tedious. And apparently it takes a couple of hours to really get going. Okay, as well. Okay, so I suppose you know these these game developers aren't making games for us, right? They're making games for younger generation and whether or not no, they've not got necessarily. the patience. Not necessarily. Not like this. I think I think majority of AAA titles, you don't think – I mean, that's another topic. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think, I like think... I said, you can have, you can have as, as, as amazing story in any game, but the genre it's in exactly. makes a difference as well because you ain't getting me into playing a story mode in FIFA. Right, I don't care how yeah, poor this yeah, kid is same, and how, how much of a pimp he became yeah. at the end of it. Right, like I, I say, and I will exactly I'll, right. That's what mode, pulls you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's different for the type of game. Right, there are the people that want their story in the written format and they want to discover and turn over every piece of paper like your dishonoreds. Right, like there's so many different things. Like, exactly, like this. Oh, I don't want to read. I read all day. Right, like I don't want to <laughs> read in my game as well. Yeah, so it's a combination of all. But for me, it's it's sitting back, whether it's cutscenes, take the gameplay out. I want the cutscenes to have a good story that pulls me in, gives me a dose of gameplay, then more cutscene, more dose of gameplay, cutscene. That's what exactly. I prefer. Yep, spot on. So but everyone's different. Yeah. I love the Resident Evil games. Again, very like linear, very easy to consume type of game. Um, like so, I love Resident Evil. Right? That's 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 you know, they're, they're my type of games. They're the games I really really enjoy playing. Hmm. Good topic, man. Good topic. Mm. Mm. Well, mm. I suppose the next thing that is uh, the fun part is the uh, is what we've been picking up and what we've been sort of sneaking into our households. Uh, whether or not that occurs anymore, I don't know. Not oh, for me. Mate, you you it, believe mate. it, it occurs. <laughs> I had to have a conversation with my local postie. I said, bro, I'm at home. I'm home working now, right? I'm here from 8.30 all the way through to the day, why do you pick 5.15 at night to deliver my package on the end of your freaking run when the wife's pulling in the driveway, right? I said, you had all day. Then i got to explain, what did I buy? Why is it in the thing? I've even had random days. My wife walks into my man cave and looks around and goes, what's new? That box is new. No, I I rearranged it, darling. I rearranged it. Rubbish. <laughs> They're not stupid, mate. They're not stupid. Oh, mate. They know. They know. Yeah, they know. They they do know. Um, they're, they're just as bad. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh. 
But um, yeah, no, I, I think in terms of pickups, um, look, I'll tell you what, I'll go first because I'm talking. So I'll, I'll go first and I'll throw it out there. I actually did quite a bit. Uh, so I sold something that I thought I'd, I, I probably wouldn't sell for a little while, but it's my Amiga CD32 console and games. I sold them all to someone. Uh, here actually, in, someone actually bought it. Yeah, go. for, yeah, yeah. Got, got good money for it. Um, and I thought, you know what? As much as I love it, I can play all those games on my mini Amiga. Um, so if I want to play the games, I can. Why am I keeping it? It's you know a laser-driven disk system. It's so, a ticking time bomb. That's what it is. It's a time bomb, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's only be a matter of time before that, that fucker goes. Uh, so it's about time that I, I, I moved it on. Uh, and it hadn't been recapped, right? So who knows, right? Jesus. So I thought, you know, I'll get rid of a hack with the box. The whole works gone. Got some really good money for it. And then stupid me looks through Facebook Marketplace, uh-huh. just you know, as you do, as you look through. And I found something that I wanted to get. Um, I got a good price on it, um, but it's someone that was selling it—an arcade one-up machine of Dragon's Lair. Um, so it's Dragon's Lair, Dragon's Lair Two, and Space Ace. And yes, you might think they're not really games, those games, but they are. The they're cutie. Events. They're the, fir- the first quick time event type games, but beautiful to look at, funny. And you know what? I was playing Dragon's Lair 2. If I had hair, I'd be pulling it out. It's so <laughs> hard. Like, I it's don't know. Point, like, it's a point, You've got to have perfect timing. Yeah. The timing, it's, it's all about the timing. It is all about the timing. And I got through to like the third scene where it saves uh, up to that level. A progress. Thank okay. God. Of progress, um, and then I just couldn't like. Even though I knew the the plat the platform or the actual pattern, I still couldn't do it. Did it so flash? Like, Does oh. it flash the area? Yeah, it flashes. On, so with Dragon's Lair, that doesn't happen, right? Okay. Dragon's Lair is really hard. Dragon's yeah. Lair Two is easier because it flashes and tells you left, right, yeah, sword. Yeah, yeah. Which I wish it did with the first Dragon's Lair and Space Ace because yeah, it doesn't yeah, do that. Yeah. But what I don't also like about Dragon's Lair and Space Ace is the fact that when you, it moves on so it doesn't take you back like dragon yeah Dragon's that's Lair stupid isn't it yeah that's really dumb yeah. yeah it doesn't take you back so if you don't miss if you don't like if you get done at the drawbridge it just goes to the next scene mm. even if you die it doesn't take away dragon's layer 2 takes you back okay so that's why that's the game i was playing with the most but it's a nice looking cabinet it looks great in the room you know yes uh, you know it's, it's it's more of a collectible no, it's a novelty, type thing for me. It's, more it's, not, it's very much a novelty. That sits next to my Terminator 2 machine, arcade one up in the uh, Street Fighter 2 Champions Edition on the other side. And my Mortal Kombat's in the room, which I'll probably look at selling and moving on as well at some at some point. Um, but yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my sort of sneaky pickup for uh, for this week. How about I pass it over to Sparky Mark because he looks like he bought heaps of stuff. No, I didn't. Um, wait, hang on. Back up for a second. So you just bought Dragons there, and you said you're going to sell your Mortal Kombat machine. It, the Mortal Kombat arcade one up, yeah. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you sell a good game to keep a shit one? No, 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 no. But I just don't know where. I, I'm just running out of room, Sparky. But it's Mortal Kombat. No, I know, oh. I know, no, I know. It's I've part two, yeah, or it's I've, all of them. It's all of them. Okay. One, two, and three. It's got, it's got, oh, that that hurts. It's also my got. Soul, I mean, this, it's got Wizard of War. It's got. Um, uh, like Tapper, it's got Defender, it's got all the, these other games on there as well. I don't know. I might even look at mo- doing a mod tour. I don't know. I, have, I, I don't know. I haven't made up my mind yet. 
It's just right. in the garage, cool. mate. Far out. <laughs> nah, arcade one. I don't want arcade one ups in the garage because they're not built like arcade machines. <laughs> okay, all right. right. Take it easy, mate. All right, all right, all right. Let me quickly. Um, what did I buy? Okay, so yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I bought Raiden three on a Switch. Um, I also bought the uh, Batugan um, re-release on the Switch as well. Uh, ended up getting hey. another another shmup, um, which is Raystorm Cross Ray Crisis HD Collection, also oh, on the Switch. Nice. Um, and um, and I grabbed a copy of um, a game called uh, Drainus, which is a, a, another shmup, but this one's a Side scroller actually. Oh, where'd you find Steam. that? All from Play Asia. Well, there's a copy of that. You can get that physically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just came out. I think not too long ago. Oh, see, so, so you bought a whole heap from Play Asia. Yeah, I because if you, if I'm going to buy anything from there, um, I want to do them all at once, just because they they can take so long to get here. But they've been quick um, lately, haven't they? Yeah, they, they those came within two weeks. So oh, that that's good. good. Yeah, that's good effort. And then I, I I do a bunch, and then I do it on PayPal, like four in one. So I pay it off over a couple of installments. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. The only other thing that I've bought that I that's a good remember, way actually because it's like you don't really see it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Spot yeah. yeah. Spot on. Oh, it's only fifty bucks times. Yeah. Four, yeah. 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 Bastards. Yeah. Dude, the worst things that they've introduced was those. Paying for things, but anyway, bullshit, yeah, yeah. After afterpay type scenario, yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I bought was a copy of Angel Dust by Faith No More on vinyl. Oh, nice, nice. Ironically, I bought it just as my my record player died. So. Have you got no, it back I mean, yet? Yeah, no. Um, so you got yeah. the same one as me, right? Yes. So fingers oh. crossed it doesn't happen to you. I don't know what happened, man. Um, but they're trying to source the parts for it. The direct, and, the direct drive. Tech, yes. Tech, what, what's wrong with it? What happened? Um, so it would turn on. Uh, so I was listening. Uh, I was listening to a record. Um, I was listening to Nirvana, and then I got to the second side. So I stopped it, flipped it over, went to press the start button. It wouldn't turn. So I'm pressing the start stop button, and it wouldn't do anything. And then I kept kept trying, and then it it did it again, and then it stopped again. And then I said, all right, well, there's obviously something wrong here. Um, so I've, I've taken it to, there's a, a local electronics store. And yeah, they've basically told me that the um, the PCB required is no longer available. Um, so they're looking now to get component level parts at this stage. And then they'll let me know. Fuck, so they have to build stuff, like they have to put things together. It's yeah, not even basically. that old. No, it's it's five years old. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, have, have you? I, I would go through the website. I did, man. It's well, it's well out of warranty. So no, I know, but I mean, like support on Technic. Uh, um, you would yeah. think that they would have. I, I Google I like Google this issue, and it's apparently it's quite a common one. So oh. fingers crossed, it doesn't happen to you. <laughs> Um, I was, my, my originally thought it was just going to be the solder joint or something like that had dried out. Um, but no. So anyway, um, mm. so that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. 
No, it's it's not the end of the world. Um, that's that's me. it for me. <laughs> yeah, it would be for you. And look, you guys are way more into your vinyl than I am. Uh, I was upset, obviously, but oh, yeah. well, what can you that do? Yeah? I, I mean, oh, Christ, I listen to even like I'm, I'm starting to get to the point where because I work from home. But if I've got no meetings or anything like that, I'll put my record player on yeah, and listen to the music. Yeah. And that that could be part of the issues that I maybe I didn't use mine enough. I don't know. But mm. yeah, fingers crossed. That's it doesn't happen to you. Anyway. Mm. Uh, um, I've been a bit naughty. I've been a bit naughty. You're um, always naughty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did I grab? I ended up getting, I don't know if I mentioned this. No, I didn't know. I got White Lies uh, album. I didn't know it was reissued. It's a Ritual. Awesome album. I've got one more to get it is, and I've got the whole thing, the whole their whole set and vinyl, which is their best album, which they haven't reissued yet. Unless I want to buy uh, Big TV. I've got the special edition CD, but I want I want. I want keep an vinyl. eye out for it if I see it. Yeah, it's not out yet. Um, oh, okay. Actually, it was really cool because um, I actually hit them up on Twitter. Because they they're saying they reissued one of their older albums. Okay, when are you gonna do this? And they 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 replied. They go, oh, you know, just keep keep you keep your uh, ears out. It's like, oh, awesome. Okay, cool. So at least they replied. Um, the other night I bought um uh, another oh, Opeth's first album actually. Orchid. Um, it was one that I used to always see back in the day. You know, like you know when Anathema saw Enigma and you know um, Icon. You know, Paradise Lost and all that. You know that that heavier, that, that gritty. Icon's great. What a great album! It's that that, <laughs> that you know. I used to see that with you know those grittier sounding albums. And I think yeah. this is this will be. This looks like a death metal album. But I listened to it a few weeks ago. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. It's it's. It's so pet that we hear today. It's like, but they were doing it in this was in early nineties. I'm like, this is amazing. Why, it's, why didn't we? I don't know. To them and then, <laughs> they just because they looked like a death metal band. They yeah, just you know, yeah, not that yeah, I, I did listen to occasional death metal or gothic, like I said, the Cradle of Filth and stuff. But this is like again, he's got the clean vocals and the heavy vocals. So, I right, look. Um, yeah, it wasn't cheap, but I grabbed it anyway. It was red vinyl, blood. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll pay that extra $10 because it's a different colour, but who cares? And um, Is it Chris's blood? Chris's blood. Um, <clears throat> and me, because I'm stupid, because I love I love getting stuff on my PC. Um, I've got a, like a little portable monitor to um, use on my desk. So I've got an extra screen. So that makes things easier for me while I'm editing and... While we're on the podcast, so I can do more stuff. So that's that's one of those um, PayPal four in one things. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was actually quite cheap. So this little fourteen inch one, so it'll fit nicely under my um, other monitor. Um, oh yeah, that's right. And I got a, I got a, a Game Boy Color flash cart. So um hmm. yeah, and uh, I thought I thought well, hopefully it works in the Super Game Boy and it does. So you can run all yeah, the yeah, I can run um nice you know all the Good all time. the games on the Super Game Boy. So that's awesome. So I run on a CRT. It looks great and it's fun to play. I was playing um Castlevania Adventures, is it the Adventures or something, which is a hmm. one of the one of the better ones. I really enjoy that. Yeah, that's me. Boosty, did you? Yeah, that that leaves me. Yeah. Um. 
All right. Uh, Which Xbox controller have you gotten this week? Well, <laughs> speak, speaking of, it's, it's not here yet. I collect it this week. Uh, it's the new Stormcloud Vapor. Ooh. That's right. Uh, I even Ooh. did a video on it um, of some preview footage and what I thought of it um, on my channel. Uh, it's really good. Um, it's another one of the base sort of controllers, um, but more of a pattern uh, and unique with the... Yeah, anyway, I'm sound like I'm in the marketing department, right? But basically, it's another <laughs> controller. I'm all over it. It's happening. Uh, so looking forward to that. I also picked up Tunic for the Switch. So that finally came out. Um, and it's kind of like in a slightly bigger box, twice as thick as a cartridge case. Like there's booklets and maps and stuff in there too. So uh, I've kept that sealed because obviously I've played Tunic and I'm playing it on Xbox because need those achievements. Um, but it's just one of those ones I just had to get for the Switch because it was just very collectible. Uh, so grab that. Uh, that's physical stuff I've picked up. What type of game is that, Boosty? Tunic looks like Zelda, top-down, 45-degree angle. Um, and you literally start with a sword and explore and open chests and get coins and spend the money on upgrades. But you know how a normal game, you have a manual of how to play the game? Like press A to use your sword, press B to use your shield, right? And all this sort of stuff and this to throw. The game has an on-screen manual right? Uh, that's blank. So as you play and you discover things, it sketches in that piece of or page of oh, the manual. Wow. So as you play the game, you actually are producing the instruction manual for the game. <laughs> it's not like you go back and read it because once you've worked it out, you've worked it out. But the way it does it, it's just, it's just a cool idea. Um, yeah. So no, it's, it's, it's just, and it's a hack and slash puzzle. RPG. RPG, like, you know, hmm. open world. Um, you know, in Zelda style. So it's really good. Um, it's free on Game Pass. So, you know, if and you've got Did you say that, it's top down? Top down, 45, 45. Sort of angle of the rings, you know. So that's really good. Um, yeah, so I've got the controller. I got, well, I'm getting the controller. I got, yeah, Tunic. And I, I don't think I picked anything else up. Um, oh, no, I did actually pre order some stuff. So I've pre ordered. Uh, uh, there's some new Amiibo coming to town. So there's a new three-pack Splatoon set that's just been released or announced to be released in November. So I pre-ordered that. Uh, and, of course, I've got those Zelda pre-orders in for some more Amiibo there for Ganon and um, the Princess. Uh, so it's just more pre-orders. So they are technically purchases, but the only real pickup that's in my hand is, of course, Tunic. So that's it. It's a light one. Cool. Very cool. Well, gentlemen, thank you very, very much. Uh, that was a really good episode today, and it was a good topic that we had a good discussion on. We could have talked about, uh, you know, the, the mid-consoles in between the <laughs> PS5. <and> <laughs> but maybe we'll save that one for a little bit later. Um, just before we go, I'm going to hand you over to Darren because he's going to tell us tell you all where you can find us, even though you're listening to us right now. But uh, but where, where else can you find us, uh, Darren? You can find us all on Twitter, on YouTube. Just, uh, what's it, Boosty Whispers, yeah? Yeah, it's me. Boosty Whispers. Ryloss, Retro Domination on Twitter for Mark. Yeah. And me, it's uh, Daz. Daz AU. That's it, on Twitter and Threads. And um, also our site. Our site's um, got, you know, got a Twitter page as well and also a Threads. So, yep. 
All the links will be in the show notes yes. as well. There you go. Excellent. Well, that rounds up episode three of Are You Game? Um, I am. I hope you are too. But anyway, I want you to all have a, a lovely evening, a lovely week, and uh, we'll see you all next time. Thank you very much for listening. Adios. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel.